0: What's going on? It's your boy Terry Blues with my homie. Oh, wait, I don't got my homie today. Uh, Actually, I'm in here solo. It's your boy Terry Blues, and this is a solo edition of Bluesville. And welcome to it. Um, This is actually going to be a little different. I'm going to keep this short. Um, The reason I'm doing this solo, there's no producer, Mike. You won't hear any of that. I'm in the booth by myself solo today uh you know Ontario hit out of town he was out doing his thing making some connects uh getting our viewership up and I noticed it because I see the numbers growing from places I didn't even know we had a fair base so shout out to my homie Linville out there doing his thing but this is gonna be um This is actually a very reason I'm in here solo, not only because he's out of town um, and the reason why there's no producer Mike today um, is because we actually did. We usually record this show um, a week in advance uh, to give Mike some time to edit his 20 shows a week. (laughs) And then we release it the following Tuesday. I'm actually recording this the same day today so i'm releasing it today and i'm actually we're gonna record tonight uh again so this is a very special episode you're getting same day um but you know usually when we miss a week we don't normally come in and and well we try to reschedule a day to reshoot it but you know that doesn't happen sometimes so you know sometimes we skip a week but um You know, I keep telling you (laughs) this is a different episode, but let me tell you why I'm in here solo this week. Um, So, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast before, um, but, you know, I wanted to kind of talk about it today because, you know, I feel like uh, the best therapy, you know, is expression, is is talking about it. And I don't have a therapist, so this is the closest thing I got um, for you guys to have to listen to this today. But, You know, uh, so, you know, with COVID and everything going on, you know, we kind of been, you know, we made jokes about it and made light of it, but, you know, sometimes when it starts affecting your immediate circle, you know, it, it becomes a little different. Um, so, you know, I've had quite a few people in my immediate family, uh, contract, uh, the disease, if you will, you know, my, um, you know, shout out to my cousin, baby daddy Skeeter. He, he caught it and was, you know, down for a minute. You know, when I talked to him, he was like, he had to stay hydrated and, 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 you know, make sure, you know, do all the therapy and all that. There was no treatment, no cure, but he was, he was struggling for those couple of weeks and, um. You know, it was tough, but at the same on the same, you know, the opposite end of the same coin, you know, my mom, stepdad and and sister and and stepsister all contracted the disease and you know, all they have is a lack of smell. You know what I mean? Like my mom called me one day, she's like, Um, I don't think I can smell anything. <laughs> Which is like, uh she's like, so she got tested and was positive, but nothing about her life changed. You know, she's still, you know, biking ten miles every morning and, and I probably shouldn't say that she's out and about in the world when she's uh when she's C O V positive. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um but it's affecting, you know, everybody different. And um, you know, more, most recently, uh, my great-grandmother, you know, uh Elta Lou Hollands, she um, you know, a little backstory, you know, that's my great-grandmother who, you know, pretty much raised me. Uh, and, you know, pretty much I would say about 90% of my life, you know I mean? Uh, my parents divorced, I think I was about eight, you know, in the third grade or whatever. Um, and then, so, you know, I would move between my mom, my dad and my, you know, great grandma, sometimes my granny house. Um, but, you know, for the majority of the time, that's who I was with, um, in her house. And, you know, she, uh, you know, it's elderly. Um she's been in the nursing home for the past uh, you know, year and a half, two years possibly. Um and, you know, I you know uh you know, after graduating college, I I I moved away out of Waco and in the thought process of, yeah, I gotta get out of here and never coming back and and, you know, it's nothing for me here. But, you know, it was a point in time where I kinda You know, I think it was more like after Nipsey died, I kind of had this feeling of, you know, if I want to be the change I want to see in the world, I got to start it in my own community, in my own backyard and and sort of bring back some of those things that I learned from the outside world and and bring it back home, you know. So within that, you know, moving back home, I actually am lucky enough to um, be living in, my great-grandmother's house, um, in which the house I was raised in. So, um, you know, I, you know, she, since she's been back in, or, you know, since they moved her in the, in the nursing home, I, I moved back and, and, you know, as soon as I moved back, I would, I would visit her quite often, you know, if not every week, um, you know, yeah, my schedule getting busy and you know doing all these shows and podcasts and all these hosting gigs and all these other things you know sometimes I wasn't able to get out there every week but I would definitely make a concerted effort to go visit her because that was super important to me I felt like you know uh, you know, her being in that situation you know she took so much time out in this world to like make sure you know I was straight and that felt like you know that was the least that I could do for her um. So, you know, she's been in nursing homes. You know, I've been back and, you know, getting to visit her and, you know, going to see her and making sure, you know, it's in, you know, she has some, you know, borderline dementia, but, um, you know, she had those days where. You know, she wouldn't be there, but then some of those days where she can clearly converse with you about what's going on and, you know, all the memories you had. And, you know, you remember when you and your cousin was fighting and I whooped y'all and made you kiss and make up and, and stuff like that, man. So, um, um, so, you know, uh, when COVID hit, you know, they shut the nursing homes down. Right. So you know what is this, august um you know she's been in nursing home for the past year and a half and since since march you know nobody in our family has been able to actually you know go visit her um you know and that's kind of been you know really tough on you know me and our and, and you know and our entire family but um you know so uh, we haven't been able to go see her since March. Um, we've, we had the opportunity to do a, um, you know, we had a zoom call with her, but you know, it's really not the same, especially, you know, you know, connections, conne- uh, c- connectivity is bad. Technology always, uh, craps out at the most important times that you needed. And, and, you know, dealing with old folks in technology, that's even, makes it even worse. So hard dealing with old people in technology is like the worst combination ever. Um, so, I mean, granted, I don't, you know, didn't find it too effective, but, you know, that was you know all that we had. But, um, so, um, you know, within the past couple of weeks, um, or a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, we got a call from the, from the nursing home that she was in uh you know the Lakeshore Village nursing home and uh, informed they informed us that um she had tested positive for covid which <sighs> I won't go on my rant about this covid stuff in the realms of of that as far as like uh, you know well one if the whole situation if the whole Um, if the whole the building or the whole institution is on lockdown where people aren't coming in and coming out, like most of these patients are bedridden, they're not going anywhere. So how's it getting in? You know what I mean? Like she hasn't left the bed in probably a year. So, uh, you know what I mean? She's not going out, you know, to these unmasked rallies or or even going to the grocery store. So it had to be brought in. But if, if you, you know, where is the due diligence of, 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 you keeping this place safe. That's one, but two. Um, they called us, informed us. Uh, you know, she tested positive for COVID, but that's all they would tell us. You know, they wouldn't give us. Uh, you know, uh, my aunts, my my granny were trying to call and get more information, and we just, you know, they weren't giving us any. Um, you know, they weren't answering the phones. They weren't responding to emails. Um, None of that. And, you know, about time we were able to get somebody on the phone, it was, you know, poor girl, you know, frustration sets in and, you know, somebody gets the brunt of uh, uh, some frustration that really doesn't deserve it. So sorry to that poor girl who actually had to hear the brunt of that. But, um, you know, essentially all we got on the phone was a low level nurse that could only tell us like, yeah, I mean, she doesn't or her temperature broke. You mean, so. I mean, that's pretty much all the information that they could give us, right? So, so, <clears throat> you know, we were dealing with that and, you know, by the time we could get some information, um, you know, I was talking to my granny maybe a few days ago, um, or earlier last week and she was telling me, you know, she finally got in touch with the nursing home and, um. And she was saying that they were telling her that, you know, she, she stopped eating. Um, She pretty much is all in all kind of quit responding. Um, You know, and. I say this, you know, as, as a, you know, being realistic. I think when I heard that, I just essentially knew because I've talked to other, you know, listened to other people's story or, or talked to other people and uh, even nurses and such, I've, I've uh, you know, entangled myself with a few of those. So, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of them will say like, you know, when older people get to a point where they're ready to go, they um, they tend to stop eating or, or you know, it's sort of those... Um, telltale signs that you know somebody's physical somebody's soul is ready to be released from this physical form right so so once I heard that I think uh, you know I began uh, mentally preparing myself to to you know um, for her to you know for it to come to an end if you will um so, you know, with that being said, I'm I'm doing this this um, this episode solo because, you know, um late Sunday night uh we actually got the call that um that uh she um that she um that she passed away um So, you know, that, that's been really, uh, you know, even though we were all, um, you know, I guess in some way mentally prepared, not even completely mentally, pre- be mentally prepared, cause that's a, you know, very, uh, you know, life is a thing that will never come out alive, you know? So death is always expected. That's always been my um, uh, my view on things. I don't fear death because it's the only thing that you, can't avoid, like you, you were born to die. So yeah, from that standpoint, it's like, all right, it's, it's coming, but you know, when it actually comes, it's it's still a a, a very, uh, it hits you. It still doesn't, doesn't soften the blow when it hits you, you know? Um, so uh, that's kind of a thing that we've been dealing with. Um, you know, she, she, the worst part about it is, um, you know, for me and for us. And I think this is another reason why I'm, I'm doing this episode. Um, cause I, I want to dedicate, uh, I want to dedicate this episode to her, um, you know, to my great grandmother, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, Ethel Lou Hollands. Um, you know, she raised me, uh, she raised, <laughs> she raised a lot of people actually. And it's, it's, uh, so funny when, um, you know, we got the call, <clears throat> we got the call late Sunday night. Um, you know, I, I had my kids this weekend. I, you know, spent all weekend on my granny's house. And, uh, you know, I left to take them back to Fort Worth, uh, left from Waco to take them back to Fort Worth about 5.30. So, you know, round tripped and, and got back to Waco uh, probably about 9. And as soon as I, or you know, about 9 p.m. And as soon as I walked through the door, <laughs> I got a call from my cousin and all I could hear in the background, like all I could hear is in the background was my aunt yelling and my cousin was just like, um, mama passed and all I heard in the background was my aunt like, no, not my mama! No, Lord, Lord, Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) oh she was doing the whole uh we ain't even got to the funeral yet you know what I mean oh she was doing the whole you know stereotypical black funeral cry um (laughs) and I'm joking about it now just because that's how I process pain but you know that's a tough phone call to get regardless so um you know we all ended up um, you know, uh, my my cousin called me to tell me and then, you know, it was just a game of phone tag through all the family members after that, you know, I called my mom, called my, um, you know, my kids, called, you know, my girl, called, you know, my my dad, everybody I could, you know, everybody's like, yeah, you know, I just heard or have you heard? And so my dad was like, hey, you know, everybody's going over granny's, you know, come over there. So, you know, we all. We all, you know, everybody who's local sort of congregated at my, at granny's house. And, you know, it was, it was, it was tough. You know, everybody's, you know, super emotional. And, you know, it's, 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 the blow is fresh. You know, it's like a punch from Mike Tyson. We're still on that 10 count trying to get up. And, you know, my, my aunt's losing it. My granny's losing it. Um, you know, you know me, and my cousins, and all that. We're trying to, you know, hold it in and you know stay strong. But I mean, you know, even as um, <clears throat> even as I'm doing this now, I, I'm pretty sure you can hear the trembling in my voice. Um, just because you know, uh, you know, just the thought of it, you know, is still, you know, still uh, tender on the inside. But um, yeah, we all uh, congregated. You know, at my granny's house, and you know everybody's you know crying and just you know, I can't believe it and shock and 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 yeah, surprise and and you know all kind of emotions are flowing through you know and it's <laughs> it's funny because like my aunt you know everybody's bawling and and me and my cousin look at each other we like. She looks at me and she's like, uh, it's a little too emotional in here. I need some fresh air and a blunt. So, you know, we go outside and, and we got to, we got to burn one just because there's so much going on. Like, it's tough. Um, and, and and eventually, you know, we're all over there and, and it goes from, it goes from, you know, everybody being somber and, you know, I can't believe it to, to, you know when you know black gathering, black family gatherings where you get to talk about old memories, you know what I mean then it, it went from you know crying to, Hey, you remember that time Mama almost shot my daddy? <laughs> or you know, you remember that time when when LaHarra was doing this and and Mama almost called the police on him? Or or when we was fighting when we was kids and she used to whoop us and make us kiss and make up? And it just became a a a, a road trip down memory lane where everybody was just. <laughs> Uh, everybody was just having all these, you know, memories of, of, of the the positive things um, and all the all the good times, and, and 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 you know, thinking about all the things that she's done for people, and and you know, really, she was one of those type of people that, you know, she would never let you want for anything, you know, any, any she would give you the shirt off her back. Um, she would open her house up to. She would open up her house up to 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 anybody that needed it. Um, she didn't have much, but she was willing to give you everything. And uh, uh, and um, you know that's 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 my whole point of doing this um, because I want you know. I want to have this, you know. I have, you know, multiple platforms to to speak my mind and have people listen. And I want, you know, the people to know that, you know, there is no me without her. You know, she made me be, you know, the man that I am to to want to work hard and to be kind to people and and do right by people and 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 be a a a, a positive force in in my community you know and all those things uh so i just i just you know wanted to do this episode to to sort of uh of let you know <laughs> let i don't even want to say fans i mean like uh i don't i don't i don't take for granted the people who tune into us you know i greatly appreciate it um i don't consider you fans i consider you family because you 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 know you tune in to us every week uh, you know you laugh you joke you go through with the ups and downs with us and you know right now this is one of the the downs you know for me specifically um but not necessarily a down because uh you know my my personal belief on death is like uh you know my belief in heaven and hell, like I I believe we're in hell and this, you know, body is a physical prison. That's why I always say, and I put this on record, if I ever get to a point where I can't take care of myself or I get in an accident where I'm like um, Stephen Hawking's without the super genius, like, you know what I mean? Just... It pulled a plug on me um, because I don't want to be, have my soul, you know, entrapped into this physical prison. So one of the positives I will say is to know that she's not suffering and, you know, her soul is in a better place. And I know that sounds cliche, but I genuinely believe that, you know, um, I think one of the, you know, my biggest, you know, the biggest things that bothers me is that, you know, we didn't get a chance to see her for the past like five, six months of her life. And, you know, I, I'm not sure if she had the mental capacity to understand what was going on in the world to be like, well, my family can't come see me. Or did she feel like, well, damn, does nobody give a fuck about me anymore? I'm out here by myself and nobody's seen me in months. And I, 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 you know, it really—that really is uh, the stings to to even have the thought that she had that feeling as she went out. And I, I, I pray and hope, and and you know, that's why I'm doing this. Uh, you know, that she knows, and uh, let it be known that that wasn't the case. And, you know, we all we were all with her in spirit. And if we could be there with her physically, that we would have. But you know, you know, she was my guardian on this earth, and uh, right now she is, uh, you know, my guardian angel forever. You know, I, I, it's again, this may sound cliche, but it, I, I genuinely believe I wouldn't be here without. Uh, Her and there's been a lot of situations that I've been in that I know that I had something or someone looking over me and I felt like it was because of her. So, uh, oh, shit, man. Sorry, I'm getting super emotional in this booth, so I'll go ahead and wrap it up. But, um, you know, I just wanted to say that, um, uh, you know, if you got... If you got any loved ones out there, uh, make sure that you you let it be known. You give them their flowers while they can smell them uh, because you never know when it's your time. so, you know, all my family, I don't, I know, you know, you may not hear me say it a lot, but I, I know that I do, I love you all, you know, Chappelle, Lahore, PK, Bo, my mama, my daddy, granny, Pawpaw, uh, uh, you know, uh, my grandma, Aunt Faye, Keisha, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't get to come, I don't visit y'all as much as I should, but, uh, you know, I, 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 since I've moved back, I've gained a sense of, 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 of the importance of family. And I want to make sure that, you know, we, we can stick together and, and, and you know, be there for each other and all those things. So, you know, I want to let y'all know that, you know, I love y'all and, and, you know, everything I do, I want to make sure that I, I represent properly and in a positive way. Um, two, um, y'all get life insurance. Right, I, I want to advocate for this. Make sure you guys get some life insurance, man. You don't know what's going to happen to you, and i will be damned if I need a fish fry to bury me. If somebody got to set up a fish fry or GoFundMe to bury me, I have fucked my life up. Get you some insurance. I suggest, um, and again, I'm quick. Dave Ramsey rant. Fuck Dave Ramsey because he'll tell you whole life insurance is bullshit, but uh, you will need it. Because if, uh, and particularly little, little, uh, money advice, look into whole life cash value life insurance. It gives you a death benefit so if anything happens to you, your children or your family is taken care of to where they're not needing a fish fry to bury you. They're not needing a GoFundMe to bury you. And that's how white people create generational wealth by using insurance policies because when you're gone, that money that you left behind can be used for your offspring to To take the next step generationally master P built a billion dollar no limit empire off a $10,000 cash insurance policy from the death of his grandfather. So y'all get some insurance, but not only if you look into whole value or whole life cash value insurance, not only is it a death benefit, the death benefit is the bonus, the cash value in your savings policy or in your insurance policy acts as a high interest savings account. So instead of putting your money in the bank where the banks make money off you by compound interest, where you put your thousand dollars in the bank and they give you point 1% to 0.5% interest, and then they loan that out for 2 to 24% interest, and then they keep rotating that out, you can put that same amount of money into a cash value insurance policy, and instead of withdrawing that money from your insurance policy, you would be able to borrow against it and use it for investing your money. So that way the money never leaves the account and it constantly, um, it constantly draws that higher compound interest, right? So that's what I want to leave you with. Leave your family the roses while they can still smell them and don't leave your family where they need fish fries and GoFundMes to bury you, right? So, um, you know, I just wanted to say that um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I told you it'd be short today because I'm here by myself. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't really know what I was gonna say on this. I uh I just I felt like I, I needed to get that off my chest. And you know, since this is my platform to be able to do that, um I, I feel like I could do it here. Um So yeah, man, um make sure you 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 tell the people around you you love them, man, um, and get you some insurance because cause you never know when it's going to happen to you and you don't want to leave your family with that 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 debt. That's how we get, you know, set backwards every generation. <sighs> so, yeah, I think I'll wrap it up. There's no mic to tell me to shut up, so um, <laughs> I guess I got to do it myself this week. Um, I guess I got to do the commercial shit though, right? So, <sighs> Uh, make sure uh, you guys subscribe to us on all media platforms. Leave us a, a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to us on all, you know, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, we're You know, we still drop our video content. Um, and make sure you visit bluesville.com. Sign up for our subscription list. Um, you know, that's the best way to keep updated. We're actually um, about to start. Uh, oh, actually, we have the Pedal Bike Tours coming soon. Uh, so shout out to Waco Pedal Bikes uh, or Waco Pedal Tours. Uh, they got the Bluesville Waco Comedy Tours or the Waco Comedy Tours hosted by Bluesville coming soon. We just released that. So um, if you're in the Waco area or planning on visiting the Waco area, make sure you look that up. You can visit us and uh, take a tour of the city with us. So if you want the history of Waco without all those boring facts, come on down to Waco Comedy Tours bluesville um so make sure you subscribe to us uh visit roguemedianetwork.com uh and uh hit up the family if you are interested in any advertising or if you just want to say that we suck i don't mind that we'll read your reviews on air i'm cool with that um but yeah so uh, i think that's all the admin stuff Cool. Yeah, man. So, um, I won't, you know, <laughs> thank you for, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Um, this was a real personal episode to me. Um, I know uh, I was getting a little, it may have been tough to listen to, cause I was getting a little emotional, but, um, it was, it was a tough one to do, but I feel a lot better, you know, getting that off my chest. Um, so with that being said, this is your boy Terry blues in here solo today. You know, shout out to my homie Blues, or shout out to my homie Ville. Uh, This has been the episode of Bluesville, and I'm out.